I'm a drag queen. Of course I have the tea. You know what they say. If you can't make it on reality television, make a podcast about it. The stage isn't the only place I run my mouth. Bravo, queen! With Luna Muse. Nailed it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a special uh, tea-spilling, bite-sized episode of Bravo Queen. Today, we are not recapping anything you have seen on TV. Dun-dun-dun. But, but don't log off, okay, because this is fun. Uh, for those of you who may not know, or those of you who probably know, welcome. Hi. Thanks for coming to the podcast. This weekend, I had the opportunity to perform two uh, oversold-out shows with flip phone events. It was the Real Housewives-themed drag brunch, and it was co-hosted with the one and only Whitney Wild Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Pause for applause. Oh, thank you so much. We did this last year with uh, Ashley Darby from the Real Housewives of Potomac, uh, but I, I, I love Ashley. Ashley was so great to work with, but the Real Housewives of Potomac did not have an explosive season like Whitney did this year. So I'm just going to kind of stream of consciousness, I guess, like recap uh, what I what I experienced uh, doing the shows. If you were there, okay, uh, you, you were there. You understand what happened. If you weren't, let me just like paint a picture. Now, usually drag brunch, we do it like a rooftop, a restaurant, uh, a bar, you know, uh, with about like, I'd say like a max of 100 people. Well, when Flip Phone Events puts on these XXL brunches, they're not messing around. Uh, they're not lying when they say XXL. We had over 450 people per seating, I think, in uh, essentially what is a wedding venue. Uh, we had a giant stage that uh, cascaded out into table after table after walls of screaming gays and women. I loved it. It was a Bravoholic's dream come true. Uh, anyways, though, we start off the day. Uh, there's four of us in the show. We got Anya Deke. We got Mercedes Amon Diamond from RuPaul's Drag Race. We got Julia Starr, we got myself, and we have our host, the queen mother of flip phone, Sasha Cassidy. And we were, uh, how we pick things in for these drag brunches is we kind of roulette in the chat. So there's a picking order. We each pick our top pick, and then we just go on until we've fulfilled uh, either characters, um, themes, uh, songs. It, it just depends on what the theme is. So in this case, we picked our housewives. You better believe Heather Gay was the very first pick because I had, I had to have the iconic moment on the beach. Uh, and so I went in, guns a-blazing. Uh, I am the Heather Gay Stan. We are mutuals on Instagram. Thank you so much. Uh, and then my second choice uh, was Lisa Vanderpump. And then uh, uh, we were kind of influenced, and I thought this could be a fun challenge and also very nerve-wracking for me. Uh, but I decided to pick Whitney Rose herself because what other... A uh, sane decision would it be as a uh, psycho little drag queen than to perform the housewife in front of the housewife? Uh, yeah, what could go wrong, right? What could go wrong? Uh, but uh, the day started, I got there early. Uh, Whitney arrived in a lovely floral suit. It was very uh, Taylor Swift at the Grammys. I think it was 2020 uh, when they didn't really have much of a Grammys, but she had a gorgeous flower suit on because she is the what? Wild Rose of Salt Lake City. And I'm, I'm going to unbox this right now. So sorry for the noise. This is not an ASMR podcast. Uh, this diva had eat, had a gift bag for each of the queens. Like, I, right off the bat, like, I just, I assume when I'm going to work with someone who's not a drag queen, uh, when they're a celebrity, because uh, I've, you know, done a couple of these things, 
Uh, I just assume like, okay, I'm going to like cram in myself in this corner. Uh, this is their dressing room. I'm going to let them, you know, do their thing. But uh, that was not the case. I There was almost times where I was like, I think Whitney enjoys like hanging out with us maybe more than like doing a meet and greet. I don't know. She She was having such a great time backstage. And the day started off with gift bags of the Wild Rose Beauty line. Okay, oh my god, I, I'm so, I don't want to like make this noise in your ear. We have the Daily Cleanser. I've not used this yet because I had a long day on Sunday and I whipped my makeup off with tape and a makeup wipe at the bar after uh, the brunches. But she said that this is one of the best cleansers she's ever used. Uh, and she said it, it works really well on makeup. So we have the Step 1 Cleanser, the Daily Cleanser. Then we got the step two, the toner, the daily toner, and the step three, the hydrate, which is the daily glow, okay? I'm kind of a gremlin when it comes to skincare uh, because I destroy my skin about mm, four days a week, and uh, I'm constantly shaving and then plugging up my pores with makeup, and then, then the hair follicle pushes all that junk out, and then I have to use the tweezers to pull it out. So anyways, you're not here for all that, but it, my point is, is that... Having the day start off with a goodie bag was just like, I don't know, it was just cool, it was calming, it was comforting. It established right off the bat she was a queen's girl, and I was so excited to work with her. Uh, I did the meet and greet right away. Uh, my meet and greet, that means like getting a picture with her, dressed as her, okay? Photographed, as always, by Darren Chemnitz. He does all the flip phone big events. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say, oh, Whitney and I look glowing in the meet and greet picture. Okay, I just posted on my Instagram, so, so give it some love, okay? because uh, I am a real housewife of my imagination. Uh, he also got some stunning, like, behind-the-scenes shots of my Heather Gay look and action shots of me doing the Heather Gay beach monologue with the flowing yellow cape. Um, anyways, we did the meet-and-greet. Uh, we went overtime, okay? We knew that Whitney had to get on a plane because they are currently filming season five, right? Like, we know this on the internet. And I think what happened, I cannot confirm nor deny this is all editorializing. I think uh, maybe they didn't realize that they would be filming so soon when they, um, you know, when she signed the contract to do the brunch. I think uh, they picked up cameras earlier than what they usually do just because of the explosive finale, the explosive season that they had. Uh, again, editorializing, but I think it's the Vanderpump Rules effect. Uh, don't let things sit and get stale. Pick up the cameras and uh, keep pushing forward. That's that's my thought. Uh, she never, you know, she didn't say that. She just said that they were filming and that uh, she was just filming a couple days previous. And she had like a hard out because uh, her husband was uh, leaving. She had to get home for the kids. And they were filming like the days after, like the day after brunch, they were filming. So I, I was like super intrigued, but all day I was just doing my best to not dig. You know, I didn't want to be annoying, okay? I will watch the season when it comes out, but if she wants to spill anything, I thought, okay, Diva, I'll let you talk. But, um, so anyways, we start the brunch. She's so great. She, um, I, I obviously like, I, like, I think some of the Queens, we were like overwhelmed with the amount of people like out in the crowd, the volume levels of all of these like screaming housewife fans. It was so electric and also like mortifying because I was like, where do I walk? Where do I go? Uh, there's, there's a stage, that's my comfort spot, but I gotta walk through this entire room. A lot of thought, so I commend her for, like, walking in blind, essentially, and not knowing, like, okay, yeah, it's a drag brunch. Uh, I don't think she anticipated how big our drag brunches can be, uh, when we do these XXL ones, so gotta give her her flowers, her roses, for that, because that's, that's a feat in itself. Uh, my picks for the day, I opened up the show doing Lisa Vanderpump, okay, holding Jiggy. 
Love me some Lisa Vanderpump. And then my next uh, pick was doing Whitney Wilde Rose herself. Okay. Uh, and, and again, got to give her her flowers because my mix, uh, what our mixes, I'm going to say mix. Maybe you don't know what this means. Our mix is like the music that you hear, our, our song lineup that we do. Now, usually for a drag brunch, we do about six minute mixes, right? So that's usually like a double song, like a song back to back. Or oftentimes it's, if, if it's themed, I put in dialogue, I put in other thematic elements to like, like spoon feed you. This is the character I'm doing. These are songs that fit that character's qualities or the trajectory of, you know, whatever story I'm trying to tell. Uh, so that's the mix that I talk about when I say mix. Uh, usually we do like six minutes. However, because it's XXL, everything is bigger and better. So uh, I was doing nine minute mixes this weekend uh, at this XXL brunch, which means that is in total 27 minutes of lip syncing. And we did two seatings. So that is what, what's that math? Like just under an hour alone of performing straight. It, it well, gay, but uh, performing, uh, which is wild. Okay. That's very scary as someone who does not do a whole lot of like tricks, flips, splits, kicks. Uh, you know, I got a good old frog jump in me. I did do a death drop on the concrete. Didn't love the sensation of that. Uh, but uh, a long time to be performing out there. But performing is fun. It's just uh, the sweat after that is the less glamorous part. But I did Whitney Rose. That was my second pick. And she was, when I tell you, she was such a doll about the whole thing. She had her phone out. She was filming us. She was recording us. She was like gassing up the audience to give us attention. I think that woman drained so many people of their money that day. And what gooped me was the second seating after she kind of got her bearings of like what drag race or what drag brunch was. Oh my gosh, Freudian slip. Drag race. Um, when she got her bearings, uh, what, what happens at these big brunches, uh, to be transparent, is we cannot go to every single table. And I hate it because like I feel bad and I get overwhelmed. And I, as a thespian trained diva, okay, I want to perform and give a show. And so I'm uh, one of the queens that's kind of bad at grabbing money sometimes at these big events because uh, I'd rather just perform for the masses versus get money from the individuals. Uh, but what happens is, is that people want to tip us. They feel so compelled because they are what? Angels from above. And by above, I mean the land of um, Katy Perry's teenage dream. And uh, so we have bucket bucket people that will walk around with buckets and people can drop their money in. It's very cool. It's I feel so privileged and honored to like be able to have that be a thing. It's like communion. Or no, not communion. It's not communion. It's um. It's when you go to church and you put money in the basket, okay? It's just, it's just a nice little donation to your local cross-dressers. Anyways, Whitney Rose, during my number, performing as Whitney Rose, she picked up one of these buckets and she went to like every single freaking table. It was the fullest, heaviest bucket. I had, I'm like, I still awestruck by what this woman did. Uh, and there's a lovely video I have on my Instagram of her taking this bucket of money that she collected. And at the end, I pulled her up on stage. We did a cute little dance together. Uh, was so glad that she was on board for that. And she dumped this bucket of money over the top of the both of us. And it was, it was the most wild, most like housewifey moment I think I've ever, it was a dream. I, I was like, this could be, uh, this could be dirty Kleenexes. And the fact that it's raining on both of us is a fun time. Okay. Where are the cameras? I need Andy and a camera. Stat! Uh, and then we had a, a, a fun little banter. Uh, she had me do the bobblehead, like do the bobblehead, Whitney. And so she recorded a video of us doing the bobblehead in front of everybody on stage. And then I was like, can I say something quick? Uh, and she handed me the mic and I said, I too 
have been bullied by Mary Cosby on national television. Crowd goes wild. Woo! Goes wild. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I have been on Watch What Happens Live a couple times as a uh, call-in viewer. Okay, a fan that calls in and is as- is able to ask a question to the Bravo celebrities and celebrities on the show. And um, I don't know how much I can disclose about that process, but I was uh, slated to be on the episode that Mary Cosby was on. It was the episode of Watch What Happens Live that happened after this past season where she like was given Heather Gay some real shit about wearing a necklace with a turtleneck with a jacket. It's the iconic line that she says of, Heather, uh, what made you wear that necklace? Uh, so what I did is when they said, oh, we'd like to have you on, on the Mary Cosby episode, I thought, hmm, okay, uh, I'll serve a moment here. Because I will defend Heather Gay to the grave, okay? Heather Gay is sent from the heavens above, which we established as Teenage Dream. Uh, <laughs> she is sent from above to be a, an icon, a legend, a diva for all of us gays and uh, ladies out there. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to defend my queen. And so I went on live national television with my best Heather Gay outfit that I could pull for my wardrobe. I had a black turtleneck. I had a necklace. I had a fur jacket. Uh, she didn't wear fur, but she had uh, a lovely winter jacket. But I am a drag queen on a budget. I'm not a real housewife. We've established this. And I went on Watch What Happens Live and I asked Mary a question. Uh, no, I asked Z-Way a question. And Andy stopped like the portion and he said, Luna, are you wearing Heather Gay's outfit from the episode? Uh, crowd goes wild. Whoa! In my head. The crowd in my head, okay? Delusion. It's the best part about being a drag queen. And then Andy asked uh, uh, Mary, do you like Luna's outfit more than Heather's? And this diva, she looked at the, she looked at her monitor and she shook her head. She said, no, no. The crowd goes, whoa, whoa. Z-Wave was like, Mary, they can hear you. And, uh, <laughs> and she said, but it's the truth. If you'd like to see the clip, it's on my Instagram. I have it if you just look on the, like, the reels part of the Instagram. But uh, so I, I just, I just feel a certain type of way about Mary, whether it's tongue in cheek or whatever. I just think that she's a little kooky. Uh, so anyways, my, uh, I went on the mic and I said, I, I too have been bullied by Mary Cosby on live national television. I am a Whitney Wild Rose stan from the beginning. We both have great taste. And unlike Mary, we don't run cults. The crowd goes wild. Whitney's jaw hits the floor. She whips out her phone. She records the reaction. Uh, I was a little nervous because I was like, ooh, did I just like step out of line? Uh, but I think she loved it. I think Whitney was uh, all on board for moments, for iconic lines, for references to things that happened on the shows and her show. She was she was buckled in and on board for all of that. So, and I even said to her after after the first show was done, uh, and we were kind of chit chatting in between shows. I was shielding her from some fans uh, who didn't want to buy a meet and greet and had their phones out, and uh, the diva was just trying to get a drink. Okay, so I was the glamorous bodyguard in a wig. And I said, uh, I really appreciate you being so, like, uh, on board with this. I was so nervous that, like, I would offend you about, with any of these references. I wanted to be really respectful uh, to you and Heather and Lisa Vanderpump. I know Lisa Vanderpump's not looking at my freaking Instagram stories. but And she's like, oh, my gosh, no. If I, if I was easily offended, I would not be doing what I do. I would not be on TV. So she was on board. Uh, she's such a trooper. Uh, I do want to mention, too, uh, part of the brunch lineup is we have uh, some friends who are representing a charity in town. Uh, it happened to be Queer Space Collective, which was, it is a lovely youth mentorship program. They do great work here locally in town. You can see more. I think it's uh, probably queerspacecollective.org, I would assume. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes. How about that? Uh, but 
uh, when she caught wind, she's like, oh, you're raising money. Okay. And backstage, she's like, well, I'd like to donate. And she had a, a suitcase full of merch. She was selling her bath bombs. And she just surprised all of us by on the mic. She said, uh, I'm selling a table with bath bombs over there. And all of the proceeds of the bath bombs will be going to Queer Space Collective. And she donated on top of that. And uh, I think she sold out of the bath bombs. So then she created a promo code for people to use. And all of those proceeds went to the Queer Space Collective, a local charity. So like, she just like checked all the boxes of like, I don't know, like housewife-isms. She was donating. She was having a fun time. She was partying. uh, She was hosting. She was personable. She was nice. Uh, she threw a little shade when she needed to throw some shade on the mic. Uh, on the mic, it was great. I was living. I was such a fangirl, but I was keeping it cool, okay? Because at the end of the day, she is she's a regular mom who had a weekend off and partied with some drag queens, and we snaps for that. And then, of course, uh, the end of my set of the day. Obviously, we do rounds, so I don't go back to back. I oh, I opened each round, which I personally love because it gives me time to towel the frick off, <laughs> comb my hair. Uh, and just make sure I'm put together for the next round. I ended the day as Heather Gay, okay? I knew, I knew the beach monologue had to be the last thing I did of the day. And so I came out with, uh, she wore it to BravoCon, but it was, it, uh, the best way I can describe it is like a yesified Mormon. It's a white button up with a tie tucked into a strapless leather dress. Essentially, that is the vibe. I came out with her book, which I read. Uh, and a, a pair of sunglasses. I did a little bit of Taylor Swift's anti-hero, because Taylor Swift, you know, enough said. And um, I revealed a black eye, okay? For those of you at the brunch, or if you're seeing pictures online, I will let you know how I, I, I did the black eye. Essentially, I just cut out some netting, I guess, um, and I used some lash glue on the stitching of the netting, and I lined it up with the uh, the, the line of my under-eye uh, eyeliner, I guess, and I just uh, stuck it on. And I revealed the black eye. We had some dialogue from the the uh, con Jen Shaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we talked about the black eye. And then halfway through, okay, I get the iconic phone call on Bermuda. Okay, ding, ding, ding. What did you hear? You know the whole thing? I go behind the curtain. I strip off that. I come back on to reveal a drag queen budget-friendly version of what Heather Gay wore on the beach in Bermuda. Delivered the entire monologue. Uh, and I want to pat myself on the back because that room with everybody, with all those divas screaming receipts, proof, time, like you get the whole thing. Okay. I'll post a video on my Instagram, uh, shortly and TikTok, but I could barely hear the words. Okay. I had to go with what was in my bones and with what Heather Gay blessed us with on that day of the reunion. When we, uh, when our jaws were dropped, our minds were blown, our hearts were changed forever. Uh, wild. There's, there's a clip of me doing it on the stage and the entire room, like slapping their hands, doing the exact motion that Heather did. Uh, and then it pans to Whitney filming. So overall performing, uh, if you're listening to this, I am not a drag queen who can kick, flip, split. Uh, I leave that to the other divas. Okay. But what I bring is unhinged kookiness. Okay. Some references and, uh, fun props. I love a good moment, okay? And I'm not looking to tear my ACL. And that is what is important. Um, Whitney did say, I, I did say on Instagram, I was going to do this little mini podcast episode, uh, which is looking to be just like the length of a normal episode. Get into it. Ooh. Uh, I said, though, I was going to spill, uh, fill everyone else in on what she said on the mic. She did say that they're currently filming, okay? She did say 
that this season, the little girl has a voice. Okay, ooh, that's fun. I'm trying to think of what else she said. She's. We talked a little bit about um, some things backstage, and her and I talked about current filming stuff one-on-one. Uh, she let me in on a little things that she has planned for the year, and I promised that I wouldn't tell anyone. So I'm leaking that she talked to me one-on-one, okay? But I'm not going to tell you what she said. We're going to have to wait for this uh, season to premiere. I guess the biggest thing I learned from her is that uh, their schedules, you know, while it, it's a show that captures their friendship, um, but logistically, in order for that to work, they, they have call sheets, obviously. And so I asked her, I said, are you kind of at, when, you, when you're filming, are you kind of at the beck and call of like a call sheet of like, you know, production and when you need to be where? Uh, and she said, yeah, you know, and it can be tiring because, you know, you have to film all of these things. And then you also have to, you have to be a mom, you have to be a wife, uh, you have to be a business owner and, and still uh, film and show up and, and show the world that. So I, I thought it was so interesting. And the fact that she like filmed the day before. And then I think, I think I'm pretty sure she said she had to film the day after. So uh, she did say that she tried to get cameras there. I can confirm cameras were not at brunch. The only camera that was there was Whitney's. <laughs> so if we're lucky, okay, maybe, maybe Mary Cosby is offended at whatever I did on that stage. But you know what? I'll take it. Okay, Mary, I'll see you on Watch What Happens Live. We will squash that beef then and there. <laughs> I think the biggest takeaway too from Whitney, I, I asked if you get the same catchphrases or questions thrown back at you, such as little girl or, you know, now it's the receipts proof timeline. Like, do you get the same things thrown back at you? And she said, yeah, I, I do. Uh, today, though, I, I got something new. Someone had thanked me for bringing drag to the show. And, you know, I'm surrounded in a bubble of drag. Is, it's, it's my life. It's my full-time job. I <laughs> wake up and think about drag when I'm not in drag, when I'm not performing drag. I'm planning the next thing that I'm doing for drag. It consumes my life because I love it, right? I love to perform. I love to make costumes. I love to tell stories in a wig. <laughs> um, and I guess the demographic of Bravo might not necessarily be in that same bubble. Uh, you know, the demographic is housewives and, you know, ultimately now gay men. Uh, but she said that someone thanked her for not only bringing drag to TV, but being a supporter and an ally. And I mean, her donating, uh, her talking about, you know, to us backstage about the different drag brunches that she's worked, the different drag shows she's been at. She's, you know, obviously a friend of Trixie Mattel. So I think just taking away that, I thought, okay, th- this makes sense that you're here hosting a brunch. Uh, you're not only like an ally that, you know, says you love gay people, but you're like showing it, which I, I thought was cool. That's sappy. I could go on and on and on. But overall, working with Whitney Rose was a dream. I had such a fun time. I was silly. I was, I, I was a little shady to the ladies that weren't there. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was fun. And Whitney did such a great job. And I'm so excited to see her on The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, season five that we know it's confirmed that it's filming, okay? I'm not spilling that. Uh, so wake up, little girl. Uh, <laughs> now, I did do a, kind of an overall recap of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City season four. It was the first episode I ever did of Bravo Queen. Um, so it's probably not too detailed, okay? I think I said, like, um, the best part about Whitney on the show is I think sometimes she doesn't always have the best tact, okay? And I love her for that. I love that she doesn't always know how to address Mary Cosby. But uh, if you want to listen to that, uh, scroll down in your feed wherever you listen. Uh, obviously, they're filming. They're on hiatus. The minute they come back, I will be recapping on the show. 
Uh, currently, I'm recapping, if you're listening in real time, I'm recapping Vanderpump Rules. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, although that diamond is a little dull, can we agree? Uh, and uh, The Traders on Peacock. And I guess when, you know, Beverly Hills is up, maybe I'll throw another one in. Who knows? But I will for sure always recap The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City because I think currently it is the best Real Housewives on Bravo. So I'll leave you with that. Uh, again, I said this on the last couple episodes, I am working a Traders drag dinner featuring Janelle. And Bergie Berg, Bergalicious, uh, they will be uh, making an appearance, co-hosting that dinner. They will be there. There's a meet and greet. I'm performing as Janelle in, in front of Janelle. Okay. I'm a little more scared to do that one than I was Whitney. I, I feel like Whitney may be a little more forgiving than Janelle. Okay. But we'll find out. We'll see if she uh, yells at me at that brunch. But we'll see. Uh, tickets are on sale now. They're in my link tree. And I'll put it down below in the description of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you were at the brunch, oh my gosh, thanks for coming. Uh, If you DM'd me, thanks for interacting with me. There were so many people there, okay? Uh, Two seatings of 450 is a lot of people. So if I missed you, if I didn't like get to your table to have a moment, I'm so sorry, okay? Just know I'm anxious as hell. I was overwhelmed with the amount of people, okay? And uh, I had some lines to deliver. I had some costumes to change. I had some black eyes to reveal, okay? Until next time, thanks for listening. Bye, queens! I'm a drag queen. Of course I have the tea. You know what they say. If you can't make it on reality television, make a podcast about it. The stage isn't the only place I run my mouth. Bravo, queen! With Luna Muse. Nailed it.